Hi, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Oz and Z Community Podcast. Cracker of an episode ahead tonight with Pit Crew, original Pit Crew member and Fingersoft GP original, Velky or Velcron, to join us for a chat. We will welcome her a little bit later on. But first, as always, welcome to our panel of hosts, Eva, Pete, and Alpha. And of course, Mate Pop Bro, which is uh, he's hiding around a corner somewhere. How le- welcome, lads. How has everybody been? Yeah, good, good. How have you been, Chase? Uh, All is well, mate. All is well. Um, just the uh, kids have been a bit sick during the week and everything, but apart from a couple of little, little minor mishaps, uh, everything's all good. Excellent. And welcome, Eve. Hey, mate. How's things? Oh, well, um, you could hear it in my voice a little. Um bit nasally today i did a rat test this morning it's not a rat test it's just a rat and you tested uh, a rat i tested a rat i don't have covid but um i got a bit nasally and a bit of a cough so um, there'll be lots of little dropouts through the night as i cough into my into my sleeve because i don't want to give covid to myself um which i don't have <laughs> which is great but it's negative result which is positive funny about that that's good to hear what about you, Alpha? Yeah, I haven't been too bad. Nothing really eventful in the past few weeks since the last podcast. Have you finished cricket for the year? Yes, we have. We lost in a nail-biting semi. Ah, oh, spewing. Unlucky, mate. Get them next year. Next season. Anyway, okay, so, uh, Eve, yeah, so you've um, been a bit crook. My kids have been a bit crook. It's probably going around at the moment, so... But, I mean, it's not just... COVID, it's obviously just, you know, a cold or something like that. Yeah, so, flu season. Yeah, flu season, pretty much, exactly right. So everybody's kind of forgotten about the flu season, haven't they? Yep. Yeah. I don't get sick. <laughs> yeah, we know. We, we, we assume that you don't get sick, mate, bro, but thanks for chiming in there. So maybe, um, maybe instead of zeros and ones, he's ones and zeros. That's what makes him sick. <laughs> Yes, that's right. The old decimal point here and there as well. Oh, those rounding decimals, you've got to be wary of them. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, let's get stuck into some news. All right, so some, some news uh, around the uh, community. Uh, last night, Team China deleted from CC. No details and no bans yet confirmed, but they have been deleted. Uh, their team's been deleted as far as I know. So that's the most recent um, activity from Fingersoft. Some other news uh, Ryan and I am Groot. So Ryan from the New Order, and I am Groot. I think is from Alpha. Is he from Discord or the New Order? I am Groot, and he's from Discord. He's from Discord. Okay, so I am Groot from Discord, and Ryan from the New Order. Both players' accounts have been restored, and their names cleared. Ryan has agreed to come on and talk to us uh, in the future and will be part of our uh, podcast uh, at, at a later date. His both counts have been restored, and I think I am Groot, I'm not sure how many accounts he had, but I think his main account has definitely been restored, and their names have been cleared. That must be a very big relief. Yeah, absolutely, and it's a real rare, rare occurrence as well. So congratulations to those players uh, for clearing their names. They presented Fingersoft with some hard evidence, um, that 
they weren't violating the EU law have come out uh, on the other side as um, all clean and yeah, so their accounts have been restored. So, I mean, so were they banned and they got restored, or was it just been flagged? No, it was a it was a uh, permanent ban for both players. Basically, they presented Fingersoft with some evidence, and they have been cleared. I've never actually heard of anyone being restored from being permanently banned. I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So there was one other player. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I, there was another player that uh, had a similar situation about, I'd say, a year ago, and his account was um, restored as well. Uh, I think for the same reason. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I mean, look, if you if you're a legitimate player and you're not, you know, breaking any violations or rules or anything, and you've got the evidence to back you up, it's good that Fingersoft do the right thing and um, restore people's accounts if it happens. But I mean. There's cases, obviously, um, that it doesn't happen quite often, and I'm guessing uh, those people can't back up their um, bans with evidence, and they remain banned, I guess. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So I was um, I was flagged the other week um, when we did our last podcast. I was flagged for about two days, and I emailed Fingersoft and got them to look into my account, and I was cleared. So... I mean, if you're a legitimate player, you've got nothing to fear, nothing to worry about. Um, sometimes flags happen. Um, I know a few of the Fair Play mods, their accounts have been flagged. Even Pit Crew um, have been flagged. Um, but obviously, they're legit players and they will get cleared. So, which is a good thing that, that Fingersoft recognise that some errors do happen. Moving on to some other news, Oz and Zed have created a fourth team an official team four um, welcoming in Big Sing and the Hooligans crew into the into the team so yeah, Hoonigans Rejects have merged together to create team four um, so the most active and the best players from each teams um, have created uh, team four and, and are well on their way to um, yeah uh, probably competing with division one I guess Congratulations to everybody involved there. I know Larry's been working hard behind the scenes, and and so is Big Sing. So, but we welcome Big Sing to the community. So, welcome, mate, and um, yeah, good luck with everything. So, I think he listens in occasionally. So, big shout out to Big Sing. Okay, so yeah, apart from that, that's I think we've got all the news here. Does anybody have some news they want to share, or do you think that I've missed? Or Alpha, Eva? No, no, no other news. Nothing from me, no. Okay, no worries. Alrighty, uh, Pete, do you want to? Let's get into some uh, team events and some public events. I know team events haven't been really uh, that exciting as of recent, so let's go. Let's go through those horrid couple of team events that have just gone past. Uh, well, we'll start off with the public events. Last week's one was Newton's Law, which was a soccer ball long kick. That one was pretty fun. I didn't mind that one. The strategy was to have your rally car with jump shocks, thrusters, and air control. And you just sort of like jump in the air before the start line and then slam down onto it and pinch it with the boot or the back of the car. So you flip over and hit your head on it and it sends it flying. If you do it right, you can get around 15 to 
18, depending on the track. But it usually took me about almost to 30 seconds left out of the two minutes to get it actually right. <laughs> I think there was I think there was a player who got um, 1,900 meters. Jeez, do you know what track it was? I do not. I know there was a lot of people getting pretty good distance on track six, but uh, uh, let me see. One. Yeah, track track four also got a lot of good distance as well. I know because it was a short, um, it was a short run up to the flags, and and did a ramp. So I think I think track four was pretty good. Track four, one thousand nine hundred and thirty-eight was the current world record. Not bad. So I was I was going to do something a little different on this one. The I was going to try and work out the pop culture reference of the name of it. So Newton's law is Newton's law of motion, and I. Assume that that is everything to do with the soccer ball. If you kick it forwards, it goes forwards and then slows down. Makes sense. Newton's law is an object will continue to go in its path until acted upon by another force. Which would bring up your slope. Our fall, our, our cars hitting it was the force, and then it would obviously go in the other direction. Yep. And then the acted upon by another force would be the uphill slope. Yep, and that'll <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it immediately. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that event. Um, everybody was doing the rally car flip, and yeah, no, I had it was it was it was lots of fun. So I think I went over by about a hundred or so points. Yeah, same on both accounts. Actually, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good event. Way better than the current one we've got now. The sky is lava. There's nothing oh, wrong man. with that. It, it the only problem is it's just five repetitive tracks. Yeah, the new I, ones. I don't know why. I just don't like driving on the ground. I prefer to drive in the air. I managed um, to do most of it with the F1 car. Yeah. Yep. There's one particular track I remember from a team event, and that's the magnet one. Like magnets, yep. how do they work or something like that. Yeah. I remember that one. I remember pretty good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this. The, the, the soccer event was definitely a lot better than the current event, that's for sure. But um, I uh, I haven't really – I don't even know if I've got a, got 100 points yet in this, this uh, public event yet. I sat down just today and spent an hour and did the public event. Oh, it was less than an hour, I think. I'm sitting on 28 points at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> Time to grow, mate. Got a couple of days. Okay. Yeah, anyway, go on, Pete. So, team events. They haven't been that great, let's be honest. There have been a lot of a lot of luck-reliant tracks that haven't been enjoyable. Um. The track one for the current team event, Deja Vu Drive, with the super bike and the trailer. I've managed to 10k at once, but every other time it's been around 4 to 6k. I just can't get a consistent time on it. <laughs> yeah. It's all about how you hit that first jump after the first set of logs. Yeah. You can lose all cans or five cans. And if you only lose five cans, you've basically got 10k. If I don't lose them there, I'll lose them right at the end. Yeah, on the, that little dip hit, the little hill bit before the finish line. Yeah, I lose them regardless. I've only managed to do it once. Every other time has been a fail. Well, I think Finger Woods has been used for like almost every type of time attack. It's been, it's been used for a stay on the ground, which we had to do with Supercar. It's been used for normal time trials. And I think it might have been used for a flip time attack too. Yeah. Yeah, flip. Uh, Fingerwoods is quite popular, isn't it? Because it's a very bumpy track and everyone hates it, which is why it's the <laughs> best choice for team events, apparently. Yeah. 
Yeah, not great for not great for team events, but pretty good for cups though. Yeah. Um, track three, the new event, not new event, the new track time trial. I've actually been enjoying that one. With the I've been using the supercar. Most people have been using the formula, but I use the formula for the multi jump as I just can't kangaroo the Mark II. That's track two, the new time attack one. Oh, is it? It's the multi jump. Yep. Yeah, well, I got them mixed up. That's how much I've been enjoying them. <laughs> yeah, the multi-jump, I've also been using the um, F1 as well. Uh, downforce to 1 and suspension to um, 16. I think I had a little tilt level 16. So I've been leaving it max. Maybe. Well, if you drop the suspension, if you drop the suspension a little bit, you get a bit more bounce. So yeah. that's why I've, you know, that's why I've credited at 16. But yeah, I've, I've 10K'd that a few times, but have produced poorly on the other stages, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I, I do multi-jump with Mark II with level with level 5 landing boost. It is not fun. I would imagine it wouldn't be fun. That's pretty good effort, Alpha. What, what, what scores have you been producing on level 5 landing boost? My ma- I've, got, I've got 8K once. I think this... It's already better than me. The distance, the distance I got for my for my thirty one k, which I currently have, is about forty, I think. Yeah. Okay. Forty. Yeah, yeah four forty yeah. meters. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sorry, that's you cut out with the floor. Oh uh, yeah, I just got a message from um, our, our our community friend Mad Max saying that uh, special to ten. Yeah, you can go a little bit. You can drop it a little bit more, but I found sixteen a bit more consistent. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, go, sorry, go on, Pete. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about with the team events because they've just been not enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, um, look, I just, I, I was going to have a little bit of a rant later on, but um, look, yeah, the last, the, yeah, look, the, the last couple of team events have been quite disappointing, just from a, a, a creation point of view. Um, uh, I can't remember who reset was in charge of the team event creation. I think he said it was Andy. I think, uh, if my memory jogs me right, one um, person does the lot. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, reset. He comes up with the name, the creation of the name of the actual event, but the actual creation of the team event um, in recent weeks has been, to be honest, quite poor. And I'm actually quite disappointed in in the work that they've been producing or the, the team events they've been giving us. Um, I think they need to step up and raise their game. Um, uh, it's been lacking enjoyment. Um, it's not been fun. Uh, the scoring has been a pretty uh, difficult, and I think uh, they need to um, improve in that department. Hopefully the next couple of weeks will be a, a fast improvement. Anything you want to say about those ones, guys? Go for it now about the team events. I, I, I've just been... Like I said, um, the mods in the Fair Play server are a pretty disappointing message to pass on to, to Reese and his team about the team events. Um, there's been a lot of feedback and a lot of backlash in the Fingersoft uh, suggestions channel. I've read some quite a few things there that I've agreed with. And um, yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's really taken the fun out of the, the game. And I've, 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 I've been thinking, you know, maybe it's just time to have a rest from the game and, and come back when the the events are a bit better but can i can i just say yeah they are the type of events that especially in cc division just show the faults in leagues 
like you you'll have you'll have a strong division one team that shouldn't really be in CC like for example OzNZ2 which are in CC at the moment no, they belong there they're doing fine <laughs> they, they, like, they'll come against they'll come up against a strong team who've had a bad run in matches you get one of those events that team just gets blown out of the water more than it would be on a decent team event that can that has high scores. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's one or two freak players that can score well, and then the rest of the team are really struggling. I've found. I like the challenging team events. I've been quiet for all of this because I've seen it all on the on the servers and all that sort of stuff on Discord. And all I'll say is, um, yeah, they're hard. I'm not going to say they're not easy, but you know, when they're when they're reasonable, and I think there's two two facets. The first facet is. We want them to be fun. I agree with that. They're not fun. But the, the level of difficulty, which is making it hard, isn't skill level. It's just it's just fluke. Yeah, the luck. Landings, the, landings, the landings are more luck than anything else. I mean, there's, you know, if the cans fall out of the back, they upset the motorbike. There's so many things. But making them hard isn't, isn't going to detract from me playing the game making them not fun will like if they're yeah. hard and you know i mean we've got people on oz nz1 that you know are still getting 36s and 37s and i mean i look at that and go oh wow that's great you know i might manage to crack 26 27 this 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 event i don't look at that and go oh you know i hate i hate what i'm doing i know that you know kangaroo is my weak point and it's been something i've been working on for so long and these events give me the opportunity to basically either make it or break it. I agree that they're not fun, but I don't think the degree of difficulty is the issue. I think it's just the fact that there's three Kanga events and there's yeah, it makes it just a little bit boring. It's not yeah. it's not about the level of difficulty, it's about the yeah. fact that it's just boring. Yeah, not it's yeah, okay. I just wanna um, make myself clear that um it's not. It's not about the. I'm not struggling with the difficulty part of it, but I, I am struggling. There's. It's just recent team events have just felt like more of a chore to to race the events. I was like, I've you know, I got I got to run my tickets now. Like it's not going to be fun. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not just that. The the scoring system in recently in the last couple of team events have been quite difficult. Maybe if the scoring was a bit more score friendlier, people would have enjoyed it probably a bit more so i think the scoring was a bit was a bit tough yeah so yeah um, yeah I, I agree make it enjoyable like give us at least one or two tracks that's an easy 10k because everyone loves doing a 10k track it just gives you that not necessarily like an easy 10k yeah, but, you know what I mean. but just yeah, think just, of all the teams that are just starting out and they're just starting off with this you know it's like this isn't fun. I'm going to quit. Why am I playing this game? <laughs> I've just introduced a, a co-worker that I work with in, in the real world. Um, I've introduced him to the game. Even he was saying, oh, don't, that looks very difficult. And I'm like, yes, it is very difficult and frustrating too. <laughs> We're having a good old chat about it. So, But hopefully the next couple of events will be a lot fun and a lot, lot better to play i know our, our our guest that we're going to bring in very soon um wants to say some things on team events and um i could see him typing in the channel now which we'll get him in soon but uh before we get to that alfie 
do you have anything to add in your stats segment this week? Uh, yes, I do. So this week I'm going to talk about how OzNZ2 was promoted to CC and and what it's like being a Division 1 team with order matchmaking. Beautiful. Well, I'm in OzNZ2, so I would be interested in it. I know you are as well, and so is Pete. So I would love to hear this. Feed me stats. The second team has been uh, in CC now. We've had a few, a uh, couple of close matches, but then we've had a couple of blowouts as well, which has been an interesting start. This next match at the end of it tonight, which is very soon, I think it's going to end, will see us move up a few positions, I think. Well, sitting uh, 72nd. Yeah, right. Well, so we're, we're 89th before, so that's quite a move. I'm sourcing all of this from the Nemesis Stats and Data server, which I am a frequent on as a stats person. So the auto matchmaking kind of kind of took a bit of time for us to get where we need to be. We started out with a close loss against French Power 2, and then a couple of blowouts against Portugal and Elite Racing Inc. And then at that point, auto matchmaking had finally decided to give us some good matches. We then got consecutive wins against Russia players and saviors. Then got absolutely flogged by NN Friends and Discord 2. And then a relatively close match against a higher Division 1 team in Kazakhstan. And then a embarrassing 4k win against the abandoned team Equator. Which has just completed now, I think. So yes. we'll have to log on to see who we've gotten next. But what are your thoughts, Alpha, in regards to the the auto matchmaking for Team 2, like, does the system recognise Team 2 as Team 2, or does it still think that Team 1 is Team 2, if you get what I mean? No, it recognises Team 2 as Team 2, but I think the system, what it really does is recognise Team 2, instead of being, oh, this is the second team for OzNZ, it's saying, this team has had three wins and six losses, we're going to match it up against a team with that same skill set which sometimes works if you've got t- if you've got teams that have had the same luck as you but say you've got a team like discord to who have had who've got a bad luck rating you'll match up against division one team will match up against them and then get pretty much destroyed yeah yeah the name change hasn't really confused the matchmaking system it's just confused the people looking at the ladder <laughs> Yeah, for for everybody out there, obviously that was a little practical joke we're playing on the community. Some people found it quite funny, some as some others didn't, but um, I found it uh, quite funny to be honest. <laughs> I had a few DMs uh, messaging me saying, are, "Are you guys team one now, or are you team two? And I'm like, "No, no, no, we're still team two. We're just playing a bit of a joke on the community, and it worked. Got got yep. us, got, got a few people talking. That's good." I had a little chuckle myself. Yeah, the reason why we changed it also, not just to play a little funny prank on the community, but um, at the time, Team 2 was actually ranked higher than Team 1. So, I mean, just makes sense to change the name. Absolutely. you got to have the top team at the top. <laughs> Which, by the way, we should go back to uh, our name Team 2 now because I don't think we're above Team 1 anymore. No, we're not. Team 1 is sitting at 60th, so they're inching closer to the, to the bubble. No, fair enough. Alpha, I've got a question for you too. Has Protect retired from HCR2? Is that, has that been confirmed or is he just 
retiring for a couple of days and then he's back again. What I've been seeing is that he's not actually retiring fully. Just having a break. Yes. He's basically created his own Division 7 team and, and says um, something about concentrating on real life now or something like that, do you say? That's basically what he's done. Yeah, okay. He made a world record on Spook On, Spook Off with the name Goodbye HCR2. And then today, I've just gone to his profile. If I'm reading his name right, which I'm sure I am, his, his current name is maybe world record, so it kind of says that he is still playing the game. He's probably just taking a rest from team events, isn't he? Because, you know, kind of like the rest of us, he's a bit sick and tired of the recent team events, maybe. That team's still playing down in Division 5. Uh, maybe he just doesn't want to play competitively much uh, anymore, just wants to have a little break. Eva, um, what do you got for us this week, mate? Okay, so um, someone suggested, and I say someone, it was you, I look at a video. You're welcome, no worries. <laughs> I watch a video, and it was a YouTube video by Mr. HCR2, um, who explores the difference between maximum um, main parts or maximum uh, modifications, which is, you know, the engine, the turbo, the grip, suspension, versus maximum parts, additional parts. So, you know, with every car or vehicle you have in HCR2, you can increase the engine, the turbo, the grip, uh, the brain on some of them, suspension on others, the exhaust or the, sorry, rotation ability, you know, the motocross and the, and the mono. So those four main parts, um, do you need to max them? And if you had low main parts, and you had high equipped parts, what would be better? You're talking about the difference between uh, tunes and parts in regards to low or high. And you yep, can. Pretty much. You, yeah. So if you've got a, a high tune um, with low parts, or you've got a low, low tune with high parts, what's the difference? Which one's better? Now, we're going to link the video because it's a pretty cool video. The majority of it is low tune, high parts will trump high tune low parts which is what you expect um the one thing i'll add to that that and i i've did this i've done this with my um with my alt account is that my tunes have not gone past 17. i don't have any of the hats on my alt i haven't done all the tunes all the way to 20. and in, in doing that yeah i've probably saved a couple of million coins so a couple of million coins that i've saved on that it's probably more than that i, I, I We'll get someone to check out what that is. I'll do it on the spreadsheet one day. But What um, have you stopped at? Have you stopped at like 16? 17. 17 Seven. across the board. There are a couple of exceptions, of course. Um, the brain on the uh, on the Moonlander has gone to 20, and the thrusters on the Moonlander have gone to 20, because without that, you can't separate the capsule. And then there's a couple of other little things that I've done along the way, but a uh, majority of them at 17. And like everything, you know, like even... Um, the current tune for the uh, current event, which is about to finish, uh, with the motorbike, people are saying lower the tune on the car, lower the parts tune as well. Um, and you know, I, I, I keep going back to the same thing. You know, HCR says to us, HCR2 says to us, hey, buy all these parts, do all these upgrades, and then we find out that we'll go faster if we don't have the upgrades maxed. 
um, I just keep asking myself the same question. Why are we doing the upgrades? Yep, yep. Most of what I'm trying to get across is watch the video. It's a pretty cool video. But over and above that, you don't really need to go max on your tunes, but it's best to go max on your parts. I totally agree with whatever you're saying there. Um, always tell new racers not to max out your tunes straight away because there is not much difference between the higher levels um, in regards to, to level, say, level 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, if you watch, you know, Vershak or Ionio and even uh, a couple of other guys who do the videos and they're doing videos from their Chinese um, Chinese games, they get them earlier. Their Chinese um, account, yeah. Their Chinese account. They're all they're all running 16s and 17s anyway. That's right, and their their parts are, are higher as well. So, yep, was fascinated by that video. Um, sorry, I was, while you were talking before, I was just trying to um uh, credit our friend who made the video, but I couldn't remember his name. But HDR2. Um, oh, that's his that's his name, is it? Yep, Mr. HCR2. That was the the link in the video you sent me. Mr. HCR2, all right, very good. And I don't think he listens to our podcast, but just in case he does, a, a shout out to uh, him. Well, it was a good video that he created, um, which we will put in the uh, team description and the links uh, down at the bottom. It was very interesting because whenever he ran, he ran the tunes. Uh, the, it was a lot, lot quicker than when he had the parts, but he had really bad tunes, and it didn't marry. If, if you know what I'm saying. They didn't yeah. marry up. Yep. So, um, yeah, well, I thought I found it very interesting. Actually, it was, it, it just goes to show that a good balance between your tunes and your parts is, is pretty much all you need. And that's one of the things that I've done with the alt. I've kept everything down to 17. Like I said, a couple have gone up. Um, I've concentrated on the, on the parts that are needed for team events, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, the number that I'm at, like 7,900 now, it's a strong account, not because of the tunes, but because of the parts. Yep. And there's a lot of parts that haven't even been touched. I'm just over 8K JP on my main account, and I still haven't maxed out tunes on the racing truck, uh, supercar, and my um, hot rod. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, because there's no need at the moment, because I'm, I'm not really competitive in regards to you know, like daily competitions and things like that. But I suppose when I have some free coins later on and I'm doing a team event or something like that, I may do it. It's interesting you mentioned the daily comp because the last daily comp that we did, I was having a bit of fun with my old account. I was running back to back. I'd only run 10 gems. Uh, sorry, I'd only run the 10 free runs, but I would do it after I've done, you know, I'd done 20 or 30 runs. On my main account, I'd use my alt account with the same tune, with the same setup, but with a lower tune, but with max parts. And the differences in some of those uh, runs was less than 0.5. Yes. Yep. Across, you know, a, a longer one and less than 0.2 across a shorter one. And on one of the tracks, it was with a tank, on one of the tracks, my alt account beat my main account. There you go. And your main account is maxed. Yeah, my main account is maxed, and the old account was at 17s. Uh, obviously, fuel on the tank is at 20 because you need longer fuel for some of the longer um, no fuel events. Yeah, the the tank 
I mean, it was it was a, a series of lucky bounces, you know, the good old lucky bounces. I managed to get the same three lucky bounces across uh, both both tanks, and you know, my alt come through. And we're talking about 0.01, no, 0.1 faster. So you know, they literally went across the line with the tip of the tank sticking forward. Um, and you could easily say, oh, that was the paint color. You know, that was the. Um, it's just a, f- a, f- a feather on the uh, outside of the. Uh, tank that got me across the line. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, and then before I forget, uh, Debell, who used to play, I used to play with them on LTR. I've moved my alt has moved accounts, uh, has moved teams. I'm now with TNT, which is um, with Tessa Cat and um, uh, and Cthulhu. We we Cthulhu had the uh, guest and <laughs> and uh, sorry, I was trying to remember how to pronounce the name before I said it. And uh, Cole and a few other people as well. So big shout out to all the people on TNT. Um, thanks for welcoming me along and um, just having a bit of fun with them and um, catching up with some people that I haven't spoken to in probably 18 months. What does TNT stand for? Is it like dynamite or? I have no idea. I have no idea. I will ask the question of Tessa and find out for you. Before I get this sidetracked, DeBell sent me a screenshot of his new record. It was a world record. It stood for a day. It was in the mines. Uh, the um, the mines adventure track using the his favourite vehicle, which is the uh, the Moonlander. Um, he managed to to beat GL Fly by a couple of hundred metres, or just over just under a couple of hundred metres, eight one eighty eight. Um, and he said uh, that there was a fuel can at seven thousand, just just before seven oh seven seven metres, which was very hard to get to. And if you got that, you'd manage to get to you know a bit more. So he managed to get it, got 8188, and then overnight, Jill Fly come back and smashed it by 500 meters and got 8600. So um, big shout out to DeBell. Um, he's a cool kid who's, um, you know, aiming hard to get some records. He's um, one of the highest starred um, in, in Australia um, and pretty high up these. I think he's in the top 100 in the world. So uh, collecting all his stars for adventure, great work, mate. He's um, and with a low GP too. Well, not low, but about a mid-range GP. Yeah, he's in the six, six and a half, seven thousand, somewhere like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm better at venture than Debell. Oh, uh, mate, bro, bro, mate, so you got to show us some records to prove about that if you are going to get cocky there. But thanks for that. Yeah, the he, big shout out to DeBell. He's a um, what a champion guy he is. He is if, if I was to have any inspiration in regards to getting my <laughs> Kenyan year, uh, it would come from him. And Trekkie as well. I think Trekkie is not far behind DeBell in, on the leaderboard. We'll have to get an update on that. Eva, you mentioned uh, tanks before. We have a guest, a special guest in waiting who is a, is a bit of an expert on a tank. Um... Do you reckon it's about time to get uh, get her in? I think so. Hurry up, GTR. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, Brobot. I don't mean to upset you. Um, all right, well, guys, uh, let's let's bring in our guest for for episode ten. Uh, she is well known racer within the uh, HCR community. Currently racing in our first team, believe it or not, and has been doing quite well. I've been keeping an eye on some of her scores and ranging from 36k to 37k in recent team events, which is, especially for the last couple team events, has been a bloody good effort. A pit crew member and an original Fingersoft GP official, I think 
Um, she lives in Paris, France. Might have to correct us on that. It might be a outer city and around there. From anyway, from France, uh, we welcome in the amazing Velcron to the Oz and Z podcast. Welcome to the show. Bonjour tout le monde. Welcome Australia, New Zealand. Thanks for inviting me. You are absolutely welcome. It's a great honor to, to have you on the show uh, here with us. And yeah, it's, it's, you're finally here and um, we're looking forward to uh, getting to know you a bit better and, and talking to you, uh, Velky. So I've had the pleasure of talking to you now for a couple of months uh, through uh, Discord and, D- and our DM conversation. And you sound uh, like a great person and um, it's been an honor to have you on the show. Thanks a lot. Um, well, about a little correction, I don't actually live in Paris. Okay, we, we, we yeah, tell, I, I li- yeah, tell us where you're from. Um, so I'm indeed from France, and I'm from a city look, which is located in the east of the country, which is called Strasbourg. So I don't know if anyone knows it. It's kind of small, uh, like 200 inhabitants, 200,000 inhabitants. Do, do they have a football team nearby? If they do, then I'll probably know it. The the city does indeed. The city does. And they are they in um are they in League One or League Two? Um no, they aren't. And I actually don't follow the football world a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do some research myself, there, mate. Uh, okay, so Velky, um, yeah, welcome again, and um, our hosts. Um, Say you're welcome to, to Velky on the show, Eva. Bonjour, bienvenue sur la podcast. <laughs> thanks, thanks. You did it right. That's my best Italian French. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's adorable. Yeah. Uh, is that right, Velky? Do you do you love our robot? Yes, yes. It was a, it was adorable. <laughs> Pete, go for it, mate. Uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast, and our first female to come onto the podcast, which is a pretty big deal. Thanks. It's true, yeah, uh, absolutely, and um, no, it's, it, it's an honour to have you, and um, yeah, let's get stuck into it, mate. Um, Alfie, you want to say hello? Yeah, hello, Val. Hello. I, I would say something in French, because I'm learning it at school, but, I can put, but I've virtually forgotten every word, so... Bonjour. <laughs> Croissant, French fries. I don't know too much about France. All I know is um, a few stadiums, a few football teams, and and I know the wine's pretty good. So I love French wine, but that's about is it? It's about is. <laughs> yes, yeah, wine is technically one of our specialties in France. Love the French wine. I drove from Paris to Frankfurt in a rental car in 2014. And driving out of Paris in a rent-a-car was horrendous, absolutely horrendous. It is, once I got on the on the on the freeways, the autostrade, it was great. But um, getting used to being on the wrong side of a car. Um, ah was... yes, indeed, in indeed. In you you used to drive like uh, left, right? We drive on the we drive on the left, but we're in the right hand side of the car. So okay. Um, okay. And it, it didn't help that my ex-wife, who was in the passenger seat, was telling me to go <laughs> left with her voice and using her right hand to show me which way to go. <laughs> so, 
everything went How wrong. Funny. Everything went wrong that trip. <laughs> How funny! So I stopped. I stopped listening to what she said, and that got me in trouble. I blame her, there, mate. To her hands instead. I oh, no. After the third time where she had pointed left and told me to go right, I just stopped listening and watched the hands, and then it was great from there on. Yep. It's a bit. It's a bit confusion. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> let we won't talk about what happened. On the um, Stelvio Pass. Oh, it's always been a bit of a bucket list to to, to um, see um, France um, one day, and I still would love to go there. Um, Pavelki, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, what you currently do, things like outside the game and and everything. So the floor is yours, Velki. Uh, go for it. Tell us a bit about yourself. So let's begin. Um, I'm Valkyrie. Um I'm a player of of HCR2 from about five years now. I'm I was I began uh, in the early days. Actually, student in civil engineering in France. 22 years old. What can I say more? How did I discover the game? It was actually my brothers made me discover this game. If I actually have to thank someone, it would be my brothers because without them, I wouldn't be here actually. And does your brother still play? Um, I don't think. They they used to during like two years maybe, but uh, I I don't think they are actually playing actually uh, right now. That's probably because you're playing them now. There there are some there are other games such as Brawl Stars and Clash Royale, but not uh, Hellgame Racing Two anymore. How's uh, life over there? Um, where, where did you say? You've, what was the city called again? There, Velki? Strasbourg. Stras Strasbourg? Yes. I'll have to Google that later on and see where exactly in France that is. But um... is that where the sausage comes from, Stras? Mm, no. Um, I think it's. You're thinking of um, a German, German, German city. Frankfurt. Yeah, I was pulling my leg. <laughs> I, I know it's German. To be more correct, the city is located at the border between France and Germany, at the very east. Okay, so right on the east, right on the east on the yes. border between Germany and France. That's it. Oh, beautiful. I'd love to go there. Oh, that's definitely a bucket list of mine to travel to um, that part of Europe, um, Europe in general, to be honest. I've not been to Europe before, so would I love to go? And um, yeah, that's definitely something I would love to do, but give us a bit of a brief, uh, brief history on, on your um, HCR2 experience, Velky. So, did you start playing from HCR1? Originally, yes, I played HCR1 like 7 or 8 years ago, and then I mostly played HCR2. Back in the early days, um, it was a normal situation, I wasn't really involved in several um, ways to play, or I, I don't know, I don't remember exactly. But, uh, in, I would say around 2018 or 19, um, I think it's 19, I got my first world record with the tank. Yes, you love, you love the tank and, and how many, um, do you know how many records you currently hold with the tank um, at the moment? Sorry for putting you on the spot, but... At the moment, I don't actually know, but the peak I've reached, so the absolute peak I've reached was about... 220 world record at the same time, combining every vehicle in every mode. 222, you said? 220 world records. 220 world records. Not, now, that's just not with the tank. That's with various vehicles as well. 
like tank, um, racing truck, gun buggy, and some other various road records in adventure. That's incredible. But I have 221. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, always wants to get one better male mate robot does. Yeah, that's that's a really impressive, Velky. Um, yeah, amazing feat to get that many world records. Um, I'd be, I'd be with just one. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'd... I must say, how do you keep track of them? They're, they're just you've got to spend hours following through and making sure you're still on top. Well, um, how do I keep track? Well, first of all, I record every of my world records since like one year, I would say. When I get one, I create a challenge and note down all the tunes I've uh, I had. So when whenever someone beats them, I just go back to what I noted and I can maybe improve the strategy or change everything. So when you when you know that it's been broken, how do you know that someone's broken your record? Um, I randomly check them. Okay. Not not every day, but uh, like yes, it's 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 a random check. <laughs> you would probably if you had that many world records, you'd have to have some sort of like spreadsheet or um a list of you know which track, which vehicle, um so forth. I do, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to go through and um uh, do our little research. But Alfie can maybe do some research later during the week and and see how many you currently hold. But yeah, no, that's very impressive, mate. So. I remember having a world record with the in one of the mines at one's mines with the motocross that lasted three hours. <laughs> I I got it. <laughs> Is it karma? I think it was three to six hours because I got it at like midnight and went to bed and I was really half happy with myself and I checked it in the morning and I was in sixth place already. There was five people who'd used the same same tune and basically beat me and I just I cried for a day. <laughs> As, as you I had a tractor world record that lasted 10 minutes <laughs> until our very own tractor master Linge beat it. I think I'm now like 16th in the world on it. That was for that was back when um, Gloomvale Cup first came out. Was it an adventure one? No, the time trials one. The, a okay. storm of stumps. Yeah. One of, uh, like, I think my oldest world record, which hasn't been beaten yet, is a tank in Trail of Fall, so downhill trails, and it's standing for two years actually. Wow, that's that's very impressive because that's a quite a popular um, track because uh, yeah. it's a short track as well. I am leading by like one hundredth of a second, and if you search the leaderboard, you can still see my old nickname. Uh, we'll have to get a screenshot of that. Uh, if Maxi or, or Just You are listening, log on to the game and and get 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 that screenshot posted to the server. I've I've already I've already it's, got it. Oh, speaking of old, speaking of old names, it's a good transition to maybe speak about my team history throughout Absolute. the game. That was going to be literally my next question to ask you, <laughs> but you beat me I to it. I predicted you. I predicted you. You saw the future. <laughs> <laughs> Go so, for it. Um, as everyone knows, the team were founded in 2019, if I am right, Apple. Because I am, I was one of the beta testers at the time. I had the opportunity to found one of the illest teams in the game, which was the Team RN, um, which then it's, it's like an old, an old, um, I would say, um, how, how do you say that? Prefix. A prefix. prefix. Yep. Yep. 
it's it's one it's it was one of the prefixes I, I kept from Mario Kart 7. <laughs> I know it's a bit it's a bit uh, like kindly, but uh, I didn't care. And this team lasted like for um, until November of the same year until we um, I decided to merge with another team to to be bigger, which gave the MRN, which is on the world record that I ha hold currently for two years. And after that, uh, well, things were a little bit uh, trickier because for our team, um, keeping members and keeping growing is always a challenge through the time. Decided to again merge with another team to be even bigger, but uh, things accelerated a bit and uh, like some decisions were not really well taken. So um, I abandoned my lead post, though I wasn't the chief of the merge team anymore. And after that, I went uh, in Jedi Phoenix for yeah, several okay. months, like seven or eight months, I think, from so like May 2021 to December 2021. Um, I think they, they, they may have a team in Division 1, actually. Mm. Okay. Um, and, and they're still, they're still going? Yes, and after that I took my break and then joined Alcindy. Which we could not be happier. Oh, I was, was going to say, yeah, that's when you came in, uh, when, when I started speaking to you and and you were on break, I remember. Yeah, you were, and then you were like, yeah, I want to come back and, and race with you guys and could not be happier. Um, I tried to, I, I wanted actually some a little bit of exotism. Yeah, just just like a, a a different type of vibe, like a different community, and you know, make new exactly. friends and and things like that, which you have done, by the way. You've you've made a lot of friends with the community, and you're certainly a part of us now. You're an adopted uh, Aussie, if I may say. Um, but yeah, no, it's great having you on. Uh, firstly, when you joined Team Two, and and you certainly, uh, you know, the vibe that you brought to the team and and everything like that was was amazing and um i d actually didn't want to let you go <laughs> i was actually very sad to see you leave and and join team one but you you're doing fantastic velky so well done thanks that's, that's the reason why i'm in team two because had to make a compromise <laughs> <laughs> uh pete we love having you mate as always so not such a bad yeah. replacement I may, I may say it's been good to be home i'm just sorry my scores aren't as good as hers <laughs> a little bit of difference there um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, Velky, um, yeah, that's pretty good. Some team history there. Um, were you listening before in our conversation earlier in the, in the episode in regards to uh, the recent team events and what, what, um, what, what I was talking about? Do you have any comments to say about that? I was disgusted. Oh, in what I was saying or just in regards to the team events? The team events, not about where you are saying. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. That's, okay, good. I'm not in your bad books. All right, beautiful. Anyway, go ahead. How how I see the event is you, you it needs to be fun. And um, it's a good transition about how we organize the FSGP, which I will talk a little bit, bit later. If, if, it not, if it's not fun, players will hate it. The game is already full of RNG, so if you put track which have a lot of RNG, players will hate it. That's correct. Yes, like, and and not not just that they get they get turned away from the game. They they're not enjoying playing, and and that's the reason why we play the game in the first place. 
is to enjoy and have fun. Actually, it is uh, existing for now f- more than five years, and I think like 2022 needs to be the turning point for this game. Needs to be reinvented. Oh, sorry, just quickly, what does what do you mean by RNG? Um, when you cannot get consistent performances. Okay. Like, if I had to take an example, um, look at the new caps and the launchers. Yeah, the launchers are painful. It's pretty explicit. It's pretty explicit. That was what I was talking about earlier in regards to the creation team or the design team who who work at Fingersoft. I think um, there needs to be a vast improvement there. Um, I don't know how many people are in charge of that department or if it's just one person working or if it's a team of people. I don't know, but... There really needs to be some improvement in the next few weeks, I think. So hopefully they get the community message in regards to people saying, and, 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 and there's improvement. Yes, and indeed, p- public events were an improvement, team events as well. But since team events, I didn't see a lot of changes except the Adventure Rework in 2021, so last year. Yeah, exactly. I do a better job creating team events. I bet you can. Absolutely. I, what, the, the last few team events wouldn't surprise me at all, mate, proper. Okay, so Velky, um, what were we saying before in regards to what what would you change specifically? What would you do differently to what's happening at the moment in regards to team events? In regards to team events, um, I would make. I, I don't know what uh, would be the future of this mode, but it it already feels old, even though it's only like three years yeah that they need to come up with some new creations um hopefully they are working on it and hopefully not into the distant future i'm pretty sure they're working on it and it's called hill climb racing three from what i saw like Riz said that 2022 would be the changing year for the game so i don't know i would just wait i did see him say that and it's going to be he reckons it's going to be an absolute game changer so we've got to wait and see what happens i suppose unless we get record record (laughs) velky you're a pit crew member um how long have you been in the pit crew i belong to the pit crew group since june 2020 Excellent, and congratulations on that feat because getting into Thanks. the pit crew is a um, is a is a pretty big deal in our in the game that we play, and it's good that you know Fingersoft recognises the dedicated players and and the people, the players that give back to the community, and and you certainly do that. So along with our very own very own Mori, uh, which is he's a new recipient of the uh, pit crew as well. So let's um, tell some of the um. I mean, you can't you can't really say too much because you you know signed an agreement and stuff. But just tell us what you can say about the pit crew. Well, I suppose my question is, what did you do to become pit crew? Uh, what did I do? Well, it's pretty simple, I would say. Riz explained it in the in a big message in a big post when a lot of people became pit crew. So originally, in back in twenty nineteen. Um, I translated, uh, I began the translation of the game from English to French. It allowed to get me some goodies from directly sent from Fingersoft. That was in the manual? That was in like a, a, a HCR2 manual or something like that? Um, the, like a translation from English to French? 
Yes, the, the wiki game is like basically um, storing all the data from the game, uh, which would be helpful for players. And you did the whole French side of that, did you? I, I began. I haven't worked on the wiki for like two years, I would say. Oh, okay. But you started it off, which is quite impressive, because that's a lot of work uh, to get and in, go into that. So that's very that's amazing. And I was the first person to do that. Wow, there you go. Um, person to translate to French or first person to translate full stop? Both. Oh, wow. French was the first other language as English uh, stored on the wiki. And after that came German, Italian, I would say, and Spanish. And then all other uh, foreign languages such as Greek, Polish, um, etc. Well, that's very fascinating. No wonder you got put onto um, pit crew. <laughs> Started a trend. That that isn't the only thing I've done, and so it's a good transition because a lot of us, uh, I, mean, I think, all of us know the fingers of Grand Prix. Oh yeah, that that recent one. You had some really tough challenges. <laughs> Actually, the idea didn't came of uh, didn't come from me. It was um, from another person called the Diamond, um, so like Diamond but without the D. And he organized in a very small community with only French people and gathered around 100 people uh, together for uh, like several days and twice. Yeah, I was I was like, but. Why don't we organize it in a bigger scale? And yeah. um, I had um, I had a relation with Riz um, due to my beta tester stages. So I talked to him. I presented him the idea of the tournament, and there we go. He agreed, and we organized the first edition during the big quarantine in April 2020. Yeah, and he, here we are. Yeah, the first the first GP from memory uh, was a lot of fun, and that was that was some of the challenges uh, from memory were were very um, yeah, well, was was difficult but fun, like quick, like the short tracks especially. Um, I think one of them was Country Road with the motocross, Danny Boost, and a couple of other parts. I think Star Boost Wing, something like that. It was a lot of fun. Ever since then, I've love playing the GP. And after that, so Diamond, um, I was like, Riz um, made us people pit crew. So me, Mahi, uh, Sosis, which was already here, Thomas, but not Diamond, who never answered to um, Riz offer. I'm, I'm actually sad about the fact that the original creator of this ID isn't actually uh, in our group. But uh, that's life. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, I was actually thinking of the second GP. Sorry about that. Correct myself, not the first one. No worries. Yeah, I just got corrected by um, by our, our our other um, pit crew member in the in the server there. Um, okay, so yeah, just want to tell us a bit more about the um, about the GP, and then we'll go on to some some questions uh, from us hosts and from the community. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so, as I said, the GP was originally created in 2019 by Diamond, um, but was run um, only in a small, at a small scale, so only French people. 
then the tournament uh, saw the day um, in April 2020 with uh, backup from RIS and the FS Dev team. Um, the organization were a little bit, mm, a, a lot, a lot messy, uh, if uh, you remember right. But it, we weren't prepared for everything, and we still managed to run the tournament without a lot of damage. Yes, and as Mori is remembering me, it was everything was done manually. We didn't have Mori's but to help us. And it was also run in European time, which made it difficult yes. for other countries around the world to participate. We, we, we couldn't know um, in advance that the tournament were going to be that famous. So we couldn't uh, predict or even anticipate all the things who could, go, who could go on. Absolutely. And a lot's changed since then. So then after that GP, um, you went on to the second GP? Then, yes, the second GP was organized about six months later with um, Maurice Bot. We recruited him. <laughs> a great recruit, uh, might I say about that too. A really good recruit, yes, so good it's, it's It's a really good recruit indeed. Um, we, we, were, we, are very, we were very satisfied about um, Maurice Bot and Bot. But sorry for mm. the pronunciation. <laughs> and it, it really helped us uh, a lot. And... The tournament was longer. It was better organized. It was the. It was based on themes. We we introduced these themes, and that's a, that's maybe what Eva wanted me to ask. Um, we for the first GP we wanted to try a bit of everything to see what people liked, what people hated, etc. Et, on this, from the second GP onwards, we wanted to organize it to build it around themes. Like, um, it could be an environment, it could be um, some type of ports, some type of uh, tracks. Um, for example, uh, the first round of the second GP was on um, was only based about the good old days. So, maximum content who was in the game until until 2017. Yeah. So basically, no no jump shocks, no afterburner, no thrusters, no rotator, no truck, etc. Yeah. Okay. So the the vehicles were limited, um, not the parts that we have these days as well. Yeah. And we yes. Now I was gonna say uh, the the GP2, which was the one that I was thinking of. Um, was the one was my favorite because the challenges that were created on that gp has been was the most fun to play it was difficult yes um but they were great challenges it was difficult but achievable yeah not just achievable but it was it was fun it was fun playing them like i, I don't I can't even remember how many gems i wasted um probably not as much as eva <laughs> i think eva went through a few gems so that was not too well, that that second GP, I did pretty well in the first round. The second round was all um, adventure. Um, and yes, it was weird yeah. vehicles, adventure, and that kind of bombed me out because at that point I was still concentrating on cups and time trials and wasn't really doing a lot with adventure. That was one of the points that people um, hated, especially on this, about the semi-final, which was like full of adventure and during a week. We, we made like challenges, but it was like 30 kilometers in forest, 30 kilometers in beach, 
um, etc. And it was the only, I would say, bad point of the tournament. Uh, so full of time travel or full adventure, and people like really uh, weren't. I would I would I wouldn't say disgusted, but uh, disappointed. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, and now we've just recently finished uh, JP3, which was a f- couple of months ago, or was late last year, wasn't it? I think it was November last year, was it? Yep. The third GP was organized um, through November and December 2021, so uh, yes, like about four months ago. And in this time, we wanted to innovate a little bit more, even though we gathered less people, less than 1,000 for the first round. So we were a bit disappointed about the people people's number, but we, we didn't actually care because we, we thought these GP were the most, um, the, the best of all, all of them. It was organized about um, a war tour. Yeah. We went through several locations such as um, Iceland, the Amazonia forest, Japan, etc. And we organized the tracks, the vehicles and the parts um, around these locations including um, buffs and nerfs to the vehicle's features and the vehicle's parts. Okay, well, that's interesting. We, we, we thought it could be innovate, but actually people, again, disappointed about the fact that they couldn't use um, max parts. We, we, we wanted to give a shot because um, we, 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 c- we cannot share what uh, are the tunes because since it's, it's uh, based on the uh, challenges system which requires gems to participate we we didn't want to to give an advantage to players but to players who had a lot of gems but maybe we will do that in the future to help people practice i think i think what you did with lowering the tunes on the parts and the tunes on the car was amazing i think it was the best thing you ever did thanks and i know lots of people complained but i think it was the best thing you ever did because it made everybody have a disadvantage. Everybody was used to having max jump shot or max landing boost or max tires or max grip. Yeah, the grip. The grip especially on that one. Everybody had the same tune. And the best thing was we didn't know what it was. So we didn't yeah. understand. In our first, you know, 10 runs, um, we had no idea you know, what, what what was missing. So it made us think more about what we were doing and how we were racing and less about, oh, I can get through that because I've got, you know, like there was a, a section on the Racer Glacier with, I can't remember the vehicle, but, um, you know, if you weren't running up that hill, you had not enough grip to get over. Yeah, the grip was, <laughs> I remember that oh, stage. <laughs> just enough. So... I take my hat off too. I think that was the best thing you guys ever did for that third GP. It was amazing. I thought it was the fairest way of making everybody. So yes, about about the location. So you, we we had indeed um, Iceland, where the the grip was indeed downgraded to one, which surprised a lot of people who thought we downgraded the engine, but in fact it was the, the grip and not the engine. Yep. Um, second run it was in Australia, Oloro. Yep. Uh, which I think you you guys loved it, so we, yes, we made did. the 
a kangaroo round only, but um, with Bouncy, we downgraded the suspension level to one. We were Eva. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I think I yeah. think that was the the most amazing thing you did because it made everybody a bit newbie behind it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, my my favorite challenge was um, was a tank kangaroo because uh, like suspension one with tank, it's 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 nightmare. It's it's really a nightmare. It absolutely is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> then we went to the Everglades National Park in the USA, um, backwater bog, uh, yeah, okay. about the environment. Uh, quarter final it was Marina's Trench in the Pacific Ocean with uh, the reef. Mm. Um, Semi final it was the mythical gold cities in Brazil, so Amazonia. I didn't get that far, so I wouldn't have a clue. Yes, and it was like the environment where a forest in Gloomvale, and for the Final, we the, the grand final. It was um, Tokyo Tower and the Mount Fuji in Japan, which combined city and mountain. There you go. And of course, the winner from GP3 was none other than Zoro himself. Cleaning the house. <laughs> yep. Cleaning everybody's. In in your in your view, Velki, uh, this is this is one of my questions, by the way. Who is in your view uh, the best player currently in the world in all aspects of the game? I wouldn't choose player for being the best because we all have different abilities in the game. People are can be focused in adventure, team events, public events, time trial, or can be polyvalent. So, for me, there is no best player. Hey, that's a that's a fair answer. I get what you're saying. People will will consider best player regardless only about time attacks or. Um, adventure or number the amount of uh, world records currently standing by one player, which actually would be me, um, or I would be, I, I would have been the best player in the past, is if only the uh, number of world records were counted. But no, th there is no not best player for me. Okay, yeah, right. Okay, that's that's an interesting answer. I, I mean. The fringos of Grand Prix could determine um, a, a best player, but it's a particular tournament. It's made for being the most, maybe, polyvalent player. So I, I wouldn't talk about best player, but more polyvalent player. And in that case, well, Zoro is uh, um, a good representation of this. Okay, good answer. Great answer. Um if I'm allowed to maybe uh, give a, a honorable mention, it would be Ken Into Space. Ken Into Space. Yes, he's always been a favorite of mine as well. Which is personally my favorite player. And I love watching him doing all crazy stuff like such as wheelies uh, mainly. Or um, I had the opportunity to race against him in the PEC tournament, so the public event conquer, if you maybe heard about it. Yes, yes. Yes, it's fun. The, the Polish community is incredible, really. He is a freak of the game. He His skill set is out of this world. I've seen, some, I've seen him do some things that I didn't think it could be done, and he's done them. Um, if anybody can do a wheelie on a mono, he can do it. So, yes, can it can into space if you if you hear me know that you're, you're my inspiration, really. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but I'll send him a link anyway. Or you can send him a link if you do talk to him, Velky. Um, he's a great player, isn't he? Yep. Um, I can wheelie the mono. If there's anybody that can wheelie the mono, Mate Bro can do it himself, absolutely. 
Might need to put some thrusters. No thumbs. What? Go for it, Alfie. Wheelie the mono with no thumbs. It's impossible. It's cool. It's impossible. Wheeling <laughs> the mono full stop is impossible. <laughs> oh, you're, you're talking about my record uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if I can maybe disgust you, I think I did it with thrusters level three. What now? Is that your tank one on trial four? Yes. Okay, there you go, listeners. If you want to give that a crack, there's a couple of hints for you. Go for because, it. Because uh, back in 2020, I didn't have max thrusters for tank. I like I only maxed them a year ago. So was it was it start boost thrusters and landing boost? Yes. Okay, that's what I that's what I tried. And maybe I will try to do a sub 10 one day. But I don't know. I'm about 0.4 off, so your record's safe. <laughs> well, uh, I actually, I'm actually not scared of you, but more of um, maybe such as players, such as um, me. what do we have? Um, Definitely me. Um, like there are Brill, there are Alex, there's um, Lo2, uh, and yes, it's. Uh, they're interesting players. Like, see, you only have the the top fifty uh, is within less than two hundred uh, milliseconds. Yep. Yep. I had yep. um, I had a long-standing record on the monster. Yes, Yo, that's that desert stage you got in that world stage. record. Yeah, um, I can't remember which one. Yeah, yeah, in the desert stage, and I that was that only fell probably about three four months ago. Oh, did it fall? I didn't know you lost it. Yeah, twelve point oh two six or something, but. Um, and that was a lucky bounce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, uh, do you have any questions before for, for Velky before we move on to some community questions? Oh, sh- oh shit. Easy. I'm being questioned. No. <laughs> <laughs> my, my question, how did you come up with the name Valkyrie? Ah, yes. Um, it, it was one of Tulu's questions, I think. So... My first name wasn't Verkun, it was Omega, because uh, it, again, it was something I kept from an old game, uh, and I, I just stick on it, to it. Um, and in 2019, I wanted something more personal, more that, that, that really shoots to me. Verkun comes from Valkyrie, from the Nordic mythology, and yep. I, just, I just changed two letters. <laughs> Yes, uh, I turn the A into an uh, an E, and the E into an N. Yeah. So it's is it is it pronounced Vel- Velkrin or is it is it um how you say? Well, well the the, Velcro- the Valkyrie. No, Valkyrin. The, the English pronunciation is is actually good, but in, if we can if we say it in French, it's it would be Velkirin. Velkirin. Okay. Yes, but ne- never mind. Take it to English because uh, I know that for you, uh, English native speakers, um, speaking strong ors is a bit difficult. Yeah, us, us, us Aussies uh, can't really um, perform many accents, to be honest, but we give it a go anyway. Some of us have enough trouble pronouncing our own words. <laughs> for those who are confused, Verkrin is indeed the female character that I created. So, yes, um, a bunny girl. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone watches Marvel movies and Thor, you will see the Valkyrie in that. <laughs> Very good. Eva, go for it. 
the, the original question that I had has been mostly answered in the, the conversation just before. So I figured I'd go off topic and just say, um, is there anything that you'd want, if you, if you could travel out of Europe at the moment, would you want to come to Australia? Um, actually, it would be difficult because the next destination I'm going to is Germany for my studies. But Australia and or New Zealand is may one of my projects in the future as well. If I have the opportunity to come there, I would gladly come to like maybe do a road trip through the, the country, uh, visiting um, famous places such as Oruru, the Pink Lake, maybe Great Barrier Reef. Maybe try the Kosciuszko Mount in Australia or Wellington. You got to go to the Great Barrier Reef, mate. Maybe I don't think I don't know the actual situation about that. If it's open to tourism or not. I was actually at the Pink Lake only um, a week ago. Oh wow! There you go. Still. Okay. So I'm just sharing a photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And yes, maybe to doing like some some mountain bike in Australia would be really fun. Like to come with a, a car and a bike uh, and travel during like month. I don't know, three or four months. Uh, it's 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 one of my projects, and maybe I will be able to realize it, or maybe not. What do you think? Just like my dream is to visit France one day or Paris in general. <laughs> I'd love to go there. So vice versa. So we're on this. We'd love to have you. I think you, you could crash at Eva's place, mate. He's already putting you up for the for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I've promised to pick up Tessa and take her to the Great Ocean Road because she wants to see the Great Ocean Road. Yeah, the Great Ocean Road is a must. That's a beautiful scenic drive. Delphi, did you have a question for Belky? No, I'll just ask one from the community if we're, if we're doing that now. Go, yeah, go for it, yeah. Are you scared? Are you scared of me? <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, go for it, Alfie. I have a question from Riju, which is, what's your favorite bird? So, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Riju, but I'm not into birds at all. Not into birds? Okay. Um, I'm now offended. Alfie is a big bird watcher, so he loves, he loves his birds. I am offended. How funny. <laughs> now, what's... Would you happen to know any native birds from France at all, by any chance? Just going on to that question? Or you wouldn't know? I don't have any idea. Okay, well, maybe we can do some research, Alfie, later, and you can tell Velky some French native birds. Surely they've got bin chickens over there, too. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Go for it, Pete. I've got one from Mad Max. How many times have you wanted to throw your phone? Um, um... <laughs> I don't think I've ever considered to throw my phone a single time. I don't think so. Okay, so really? have you have you ever rage quit? And just going on that question, have you ever rage quit and and got so angry that you just yeah you got wanted to just put your phone down and never play again? No, I, I mean I was maybe um, angry about when I attempted a water and that it's just just doesn't go the way I want, or uh, in team events, or public events, but actually I never wish quitted the HCR2. Uh, I can't remember, I, I don't know how many times I've done it, to be honest. <laughs> Lost count. Further on to that question, have you ever just spent heaps and heaps of special tickets to trying to get that special score? Are you asking me, did I use special tickets? Do you use special tickets? Yeah, that'll oh, do. Okay. 
Um, well, actually, um, I have like about 100 tickets, and I, I'm trying to to stay at about this number. So sometimes I, I do use them, sometimes I don't. It depends. Wow. If it's if it's like maybe uh, an easy high score, like for example, an easy 37k or an easy 38k, which I can get consistently, I won't use any tickets. But if it's a bit tricky, like for example, in, in the previous team event um, about the uh, track two or track four, which are maybe the most uh, trickier tracks for me, um, maybe uh, yes, I can use it. I can use one. So when you say EB 36k, 37k, that's not normal. <laughs> well, it depends. In my garage, it, you must be very my, my, my garage isn't maxed yet. So, if, for example, um, when you combine um, a, tra a type of track that I hate with a vehicle where I don't have a lot of parts, so for example, um, CCEV, Rotator, or even the Hot Rod, it's, it's no. <laughs> hmm. it's, it's a nope. So, yes. When I get like some uh, some trucks with uh, tank, buggy, uh, racing truck, monster truck, or even diesel, sometimes it is an easy 30, 30, 37, even 39. There you go. Um, yeah. I remember reaching 40k, but only once. That's Congratulations. Awesome. That's a, that's a great effort. I've, I could only dream of doing that. <laughs> But, but it was like maybe one year ago. But uh, I can say I can say that I actually reached 40k once. Yeah, that's more than what a lot of people can say. So did, was that you reached 40k on a five track event? Uh, no, four. I <laughs> just I just joking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't trick me! Don't trick me! You fool! <laughs> Can't help it. Uh, I got a question from uh, SP Jane which is in Sweden HCR2 team, who's a member of our community. Um, really like, really lovely person, also plays in our daily competition as well. Why have you not joined Tank Wars? Which is a very interesting question. Not interested. Not interested. Okay, so you just don't want the tri time trial aspect of the, of, the of the game, or you just don't want to um, uh, play in general? Um, if I can, I don't know what's the expression in um, in English. Um, let me let me search a bit. Yes, um, I, I'm a person who likes to go it alone. So you don't want to um, play like like competition style wise with with other competitors, is that right? Um, if I can, yes. If I can quote Zoro because we we, we don't talk between each other anymore because it's one of the without get, uh, adding drama to to the podcast, it's it's one of the person I dislike the most actually. But we used to talk um, between each other before, and he he told me, um, you don't need a clan, you don't need to join a clan or something like that because you're a, a, a one man clan. Okay, what you're saying, I understand. Yeah, okay. Like all these clan, like um, Essen, uh, NK, um, RS, um, etc. He, he really told me he you your clan um, you alone are a clan. So yeah, I'm I'm not into the whole clans uh, business either. To be honest, I I just like my my uh, community with Oz and Zed, but the uh, whole clans thing I'm not interested in either as well. Yeah. To to get back on the question, uh, I actually have a server which is called. Um, health tanks, but it, it never grew up, and I'm consider uh, to abandon it. Maybe. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, 
we must. Even though Jan, uh, Jan joined it recently, but uh, I'm sorry, Jan, but it's uh, I may abandon this server one day. Would you be interested in maybe come and racing our daily competition one day, uh, which is all types of different vehicles, loads of fun, and um, we don't take it too seriously? <laughs> no, not really. Okay, no problem. That's fair enough. Um, I like to, to play the game uh, the way I want and maybe don't follow the uh, some cliche like you, you need to, to join a clan, you need to, to do daily competitions. No, I, I'm not into that. And that's, that's maybe why I haven't have a, I haven't maxed my garage yet because in like in ma in more than five years because I, I'm not interested in playing cups actually or I mean multiplayer, but uh, only just things I like. Like focusing on team events and, and, and things like that. Team events and world records. Team events and world records. Yep. Okay. That's fair enough. No judgment on this side. I'm a hunter. I'm angry. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're hungry for success. You could join my team. I'm going to start a team and call it CBF. What? <laughs> CBF. CBF is I can't be, you know what the last word is. Starts with an F. Um, oh, oh, you yes. mean you mean um, can't be. F That's the one. We'll beep that oh, out. Okay. Um, oh, please no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Vilki is loving racing with um Oz and Z at the moment. You enjoying your time? Oh yes, absolutely. I'm I'm very satisfied with my situation with, with my current situation. We're more of a, a community based team, and we it's more like a friendly banter, like it's like a, it's like a team. We all come together for all different walks of life, and um, it's more of a community-based team. We are. We're not really that's, clanned, as you would say. But, but that is the reason why I chose you. Exactly. Fair <laughs> enough, too, yeah. This is a question from Kryptonite. Um, shout out to Kryptonite. You took a break from the game recently. What is your advice to players who feel burnout or need to focus on life and want a break from HCR2? Tough one, really, really tough one. Indeed, I took a, a one month, a one month full break from the game. Well, there's two scenarios. If you decide to never play the game again, just uninstall it and do something else. But in my case, which um, was to be back uh, someday, um, the way I did it is to not uninstall the game, to keep it in. Um, like a small pieces of my memory, of my brain, but you, I mean, with that way, you think a little bit to the game, but not too much. And it's like a, some a, some sort of balance uh, between the the life and the game which is in, which is posed. So you, if you plan to be back on the game one day, you, and but if you install it, you will think to the game way more than if you don't install it. You make you make a very good point about balance. I think that's the right word on saying that, because balance is a very, very important part of um, work, life and play, um, because, yeah, you, wanna, you don't want to get burnt out too quickly and balancing it will stop that from happening. There, there are moments for playing, there are moments for working, and there are moments for us, for the the person in question. So, and I was like really too bothered by the game, or maybe too in, in, not in a condition to play efficiently and to play calmly. So that, yeah. that's why I stopped the game for one month. 
Fair enough. Good, good question, by the way, from um, Kryptonite. So big shout out to him. Yes, uh, I, I agree. It was actually. It was... When you say you you plan to not play for a month, did you give yourself a date to start up again, or was it just a uh, you woke up one morning and said, "Okay, I want to play"? Sorry, but I'm not sure to understand the your, your question. I'll ask the question again. Um, so you said you had a month off. Did you plan to have a month off, or did you? wake up one morning and say, okay, it's been long enough, I want to play again. Um, no, it was planned because um, I noticed that my behavior towards um, the community and the other, and especially the other pit crew and most um, members um, were, um, were degrading itself. Like it was getting worse and worse every day and uh, it, I had to stay stop um, one day because it, I, it, I couldn't continue with that state of mind. Yeah, that's fair. Makes sense. Okay. And and it was like one rocks for two hits, as we say in France. Uh, faire d'une pierre deux coups. I I was really busy with my own university life, and I had to. Um, I didn't have the time to play at all, so it was a it was a good time for for me to break to, to take a break. Excellent. Fair enough. Oh, I've got a question from Just Chill, uh, who's a popular figure in the OZZ community. And shout out to Just Chill. If you could choose between racing truck or tank in adventure or time trials, what would you choose and why? Well, you're not making things easy, are you? Aren't you? <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> Just yeah. Chill, mate. You can blame him that one. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's easy to name, racing truck. So, um, you, you should know that both racing truck and tank uh, are particular vehicles. They are more uh, heterogeneous than you think. Actually, if I had to choose, I would choose racing truck for adventure and tank for time trials. Why? Racing truck for adventure because its height is um, a little bit smaller than tank, so you can fit in more spaces than the tank can, and also it's maybe satisfying to, to, to have some high speed um, in such tracks, in such adventures like um, beach or even uh, Respecat Reef. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's that's fair enough. About tank for time trials, I chose it because it's clearly more polyvalent than truck. It doesn't beat truck every time, but it's really more polyvalent because of the thrusters and the um, air drag that the truck have, uh, which um, is... Uh, uh, yes, these thrusters, for example, for the truck are clearly uh, not made for this vehicle, but sometimes you, you have to use it. Good conclusion, I think. <laughs> so your answer was racing truck? Yes, racing truck for adventure, mainly, and tank for time trials, mainly. Okay. But of course, I like to play adventure with tank only, or specifically, and it would be in vice versa for time trials, uh, for truck. Uh, if I had to name maybe some tracks for uh, racing truck in time trials. It could be especially the one kilometer map, which uh, are a nightmare for the tank, but much satisfying for the truck. Yeah. I've got a question from Aiden. What are your favorite tuning parts to use on the tank and the racing truck? <laughs> so are you trying to extract my secrets from my mind? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, 
I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, uh, in that case, it's it's spin boost. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, about the tank, because this is my main vehicle, my favorite, my favorite setup is overcharge Toro wings and fuel boost, and I chose okay. it because um, it is used in only one track, which is Paradise Bay. Um, it's hard to make it through, but it's so satisfying when you get all the speed with the turbo and the fuel boost. So yes, it's not the fastest time ever reached with a tank on, in in a one kilometer map, uh, which is actually is forgotten right away by Linus 31.3. But the, the turbo is technically yes one of my favorite parts uh, in the entire in the entire game. So you don't you don't like landing boost for the tank. Um, I mean, I do. It's uh, actually one of the most powerful part for the tank, but turbo is way more satisfying. Okay. Turbo has a real timing thing because if this you... timing, it needs skills, but it's yep. so satisfying when you get it right. Yeah, when you get it right. Like even with um, even with tractor, with the turbo on the tractor, if you uh, get turbo yes. tractor in the right spot at the right place. Um, it will shoot you miles into the air. Well, um, tractor, supercar, um, yep, tractor, supercar, even, even June buggy, mm -hmm. even June buggy. Yep, but it's all about timing. It's all about getting off the gas, yes. getting back on the gas as quickly as you can. And um, if I maybe can extend the question about the most used uh, setups for the tank, it's currently thrusters, wings, and landing boost, which also which requires less skill but uh, some tiny tricks can make the difference and that's why it can make you uh, having a lead by maybe one or 200 milliseconds against your opponents just going on about the uh, overcharged turbo um Kefilu did say last week that the tank is the strongest and most powerful overcharged turbo in the game um, I disagree. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not the, the most powerful Ooh. tool because. Okay, so you disagree with that one? Is, is it the tank then? No, for me it's the supercar. It's the supercar, right? Okay, we might have to um, do some experimentation with that. I have in mind one record uh, for supercar that was made by P. R. Ashtar in uh, Sandy Swimshoot, if I am right. And yeah, okay. the, the replay is still available, but the, you, you should take a look. The, the record is just, is just insane. Like, the, the tractor is a bit random, but the supercar is way more efficient. Yes, that's it. That's the track. 12.326. Yeah. Uh, okay, you and you and Cthulhu are going to have to have some conversations later on. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, bro, anytime. Yeah, it's interesting so, when you were saying that about that last week, but supercar, yeah, definitely is very powerful. And about the, well, maybe rotator, but what? No, 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 supercar is definitely powerful, more powerful. The truck, my most favorite setup is afterburner, wings, and landing boost, um, because you can get so much speed. Like, it's. Afterburner, wings, wings and landing boost. Land just, just take a look at. Um, it's used in several um, uh, tracks, but the most famous one is obviously Forgotten Highway. That's I, a great track, isn't it? Uh, when 
when I haven't the record, the, the record back then was like 35 seconds, I destroyed the record by 6 seconds. Wow, that's That's, that's with the monster, or with the... When I made it, I, really, I literally had 29.4 time, or about that, and the second was like 6 seconds behind me. That's with which vehicle, the tank? Racing truck. No, the truck. The, the, the setup for the tank is way less efficient. Yeah, the monster truck the, really, really, really flies, doesn't it? It's um, it's it's, it's a, a very racing, un- racing truck. It's, it was a racing truck, not the monster truck. <laughs> oh, the racing truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the racing truck. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, the rate yeah, was. Come on, GTR, get with it. <laughs> and for the and, and for the most used setup with the truck, well, actually, I. Couldn't uh, even if I'm very if I'm very experienced with that vehicle, I couldn't um, actually say one because they're very different. You have like wheelie afterburner wings, you have turbo afterburners coin boost, you have um, you have some setups with thrusters. Uh, so I, in my mind, you don't have a most used setup with a truck because you you can technically um, use all the parts uh, except of course uh, flip boost. <laughs> Okay, so I've got one from Cap A, who's a bit of a regular in the um, Fingersoft server, if you know Cap A. No, I actually don't. I don't know a lot of people, I mean, except the most active one, but Cap A, no. Okay, he's he's a regular in the Fingersoft server and, and PMs me every now and then. So he says, your profile on your About Me, in your profile, it says that you like tanks and trucks. He asks... Why don't you talk about using the monster truck and the diesel? Uh, because they aren't massive enough. Your go-to vehicle when you play cups. What's your what's your preference? Where do you go for for cup tank. racing when you do play? Ta- tank. And it's just purely tank only, or you just you mix it up every now and then, or just tank? Only tank. I think she's tanking actually. Yeah. <laughs> I only I only say that because various stages have up better vehicles for you know other stages you know some 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 tracks um, are very difficult with the tank but I guess not to you because you're an expert in the on the vehicle but for other players the normal players like me um, I would struggle. It will surprise you but sometimes I I skip some cups because uh, it's a waste of time and I know I will lose to rallies and everything so but in other cups where you were thrusters or dominant you just crush everyone yep yeah very true very very true you mean you just don't participate and take the loss or what do you mean by that yes if i have a chance i may maybe get second place but not first because like for example in the mines on or in the reef environment you this, this tank is clearly disadvantageous. Yeah, okay. Oh, fair enough. And if I if I know the only by thing my opponents that I won't have a chance, I, I just skip it. Yeah, okay. And yeah, just skip it and it goes on to a new 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 cup. Yes. A new, an um, easier one. I'm I'm gonna ask the the robot question. <laughs> <laughs> um it says my cousin says you are really nice. Do you feel the same about HCR2 Daily Bot, or as known in the Fingersoft server, Fingersoft GP Bot. What when when it's 
um, when Mike Mike was in the in the question, who is he referring to? <laughs> so he's so Brobot's cousin is the daily bot, is the um at the Fingersoft GP bot. And it says you are really nice, but do you feel the same way about the uh, Fingersoft GP bot? Well, how can I answer no to that? It <laughs> answer whatever you like. Just remember that that Brobot has no thumbs. What and. <laughs> he has he has no thumbs and he gets he's, he's very easily offended. Is it a trap or something? <laughs> no, it's not a trap. <laughs> so um, I mean, about the daily bot, I don't have any uh, feelings if it's the right way to say it because I never ex- had a chance to experience uh, to experience uh, events with that. But about the FSGP bot, how could I answer? How can I answer no to that? Because it's it really made us uh, our lives easier with Mahi, Sosis, um, Morris, etc. Even even Razor. Yep. Oh yeah, Razor. Big shout out to Razor. Um, yes. Yeah. Morris Morris bot came from our daily server, so um, our daily server was was one of the first to use it, um, and that's where it uh, originally began. Oh, um, I think yes, I think I remember. I am still in Morris servers, aren't I? Uh, I'm not too sure, but um, I think I think it, um, in his in in Mori's server, which is the HCR2 wow. bot oh, server. Yes, I, I am. So. I am in yeah. daily challenge yeah. events, FS test, HCR2, and yes, that's that's him. Yeah, so that's that's where the that's the original that's where the original bot came from. So, and by the way, the uh, daily bot is the Fingersoft GP bot. They're the same. <laughs> Just FYI. Okay. Okay. All right, um, Eva. Do you have any, do you have any other questions for Velky? No, I'm I'm quite good. Um, Pete. Yep. Yeah, I've got one from Rexu. If I pronounced that correctly. Oh dear. Uh, this is this is going to be great. I, I know the question's coming. <laughs> what is your favourite type of cheese and why? Oh, <laughs> why does he ask you these ones every single episode? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, my maybe goodness. because maybe because there's a member called Swiss cheese. I don't know if it's really related to Swiss cheese. I just think he just asks cheese questions. <laughs> Might be cheesels. So about the question, my favorite—I uh, wouldn't say type of cheese, but cheese in itself—is the Comté. So C O N T E. Um, which is pro- which is produced in a specific region of France, uh, so a little bit uh, to the south and where I actually live. The, its particularity is that you can it can I mean stay in the um, not the caves but like some sort of specific um, um, buildings to um, give it some taste and some flavor. And when it stay when it stays long enough, like so after I would say eighteen months or twenty four months. Um, crystals of, um, I mean, salt crystals begin to appear, and it gives a, a really nice taste, and that's why I love it. Yeah, beautiful. That's... So, what was the name of it again? A Conte, like this. A Conte, like C C O M T E. Okay, Conte. Mm. There you go, Rexu. That that's that's her favorite type of cheese. I, I have a member of my family which lives in the region, and each time I uh, go visit him. Uh, it's all, always a pleasure to to grab some cheese from uh, some from this region because uh, I am so I'm, I absolutely love this uh, this food. 
Beautiful. All right, guys. Uh, I, I reckon we can probably start wrapping things up now. Um, now this, this, usually this time, uh, Velky, what we do is um, want to give you a chance to, to make any shout-outs to any players in the um, HCR2 community, anybody you want to say hello to. Uh, now is the chance to do that, uh, my friend. So go ahead, say your shout-outs to anybody you would like to shout-out to. Well, um, I think I've... Uh, said it uh, a little bit before, but my shoutouts go go definitely to Ken into space. Ken into space. You're gonna have to give him the link to this podcast, mate. Cause, yes. Um, get, introduce him to our, our little little show and tell him to start listening in. Yes, I will. Do, I will. I will do that for sure. Ken into space. Any anybody else you wanna say hello to? Any previous members from your previous teams, or or anybody in general? Uh, anybody in the Fingersoft um, server, or um, if I have to game to, I, w- I wouldn't say select, but uh, give a shout out to another person, it would be um, Raven. R- Raven I, is okay. Yes. Where's Ra- Where's Raven from? Uh, Raven is from um, uh, Washington State, and she's she was one of the, uh, one of Fingersoft mods uh, uh, like some months ago. I had a chance to to discuss a lot with her, and it's always a pleasure. Yes, great, great state of mind, great mentality, and also also the first person to ever reach Canyonier. First person to reach Canyonier was was Raven. Yes. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, let's, let's start saying uh, goodbyes. Um, just wanna. Thank you once again, Velky, for, for coming onto our podcast. It, we really do appreciate your um, your time that you've given us today, and and um, I really hope the uh, listeners enjoy uh, you know getting to know you a bit better and um, listening to the show. So um, thank you very much for for coming on, and and yeah, we, we greatly appreciate your time that you've given us today. Uh, I too. I appreciate. I I really appreciated this uh, this podcast and the the chance to to get in. And don't you ever leave Ozen said. We're keeping you for life now. Okay, you're not going to any other team. I'm imprisoned. No. <laughs> we're we're locking you Let up. And throwing you, we're, we're throwing away the key. You're not escaping. <laughs> Uh, no, it's 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 a pleasure to have you a part of our community, and um, we'll be sure to talk to you soon. Thanks again, guys, and um, uh, Pete, Eva, and Alpha, who's uh, left us earlier. Um, thanks again for another great episode. Been a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Velky. Uh, it's been wonderful talking to you. I appreciate Beautiful. it. Just before we go, our next guest uh, next week coming on the show uh, is another pit crew member. And that pit crew member is Daspo, who is coming on the show to talk about uh, a couple of things um, that's HCR2 related and, and personal related. So we um, can't wait to talk to Daspo. We've organised this for a while now, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll speak to him in two weeks. Two weeks after that, which will be the 12th episode, is I'll leave a couple of clues. The person is not an overseas player and is a popular figure in the Oz NZ community, has multiple accounts. I don't really know any other clues. <laughs> That's probably about it. Um, have a guess who it's going to be. It's an Oz NZ, quite popular Oz NZ member. And we will have that person in four weeks from now. Thanks again, lads. Uh, Velky, pleasure. Pete, Eva, and Alfie, and Mate proper, of course. I can't really forget you. Until next, till uh, two weeks. We'll see you then.
Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.